we are the men of the collective. Dedicated to restoring masculinity by being better men. To leading our sons, to loving our wives, to living our virtues, to improving the world around us with our daily effort. Not tomorrow or next week, but today. For this is our legacy. We are strong, but we are even stronger together. We are men, and we are the men collective. And we are the men collective. And we are the men collective. Hey everyone, this is your host, Matt Gannon, and welcome to episode 33 of the Men Collective Podcast. In episode 32, I discussed um, in some detail about how only men can save the world and how men are the saviors of mankind. And in this episode, I want to go into a little more detail of, uh, why, first of all, why I think that men are the saviors of mankind, opposed to women being the saviors of mankind, and also, uh, what does that even look like? So the end game with the collective is to save the world. That is the big picture. How we're going to do that is a little more simple. And it's interesting that a problem so complex, such as saving the world, saving mankind, has a very simple solution. Now, I said simple, but I never said easy. And that's, I think, where a lot of people are put off. Because I talk about simple rather than complex, and it's misunderstood. So what can men do to save the world? Men must better their lives through improving their foundations, and in turn, bettering the lives of those in their immediate circle of influence. The immediate circle of influence are the people that you interact with on a daily basis, or maybe less frequently, but they're people that you have influence over. If you better your life, you will better theirs. Just imagine a world where all people are striving to better themselves. A world where all people feel not only worthy, but deserving of the life they envision. Now imagine if those same people had their actions match their words and their thoughts. That alone can change the world, can save the world. Let's say you influence 30 people. Those people in turn each influence another 30 people. That's 900 people affected because of you. Now 900 people is the population of my hometown. That chain reaction of people bettering themselves and bettering others will echo through the generations. It'll echo throughout time. The quality of life that your great great grandson or granddaughter gets to experience and enjoy will be partly because of the kind of man that you are today. Now think about that and really take it to heart. This is a sentiment that I've pushed for before and I really will continue to push it because it's so important. Who you are today will affect the quality of life of your descendants. If that doesn't make you want to exercise, if that doesn't make you want to better yourself any way you can, I don't know what will. If not that, then what? We have to show ourselves sons the way. Show our daughters what a true man is. We have to lead by example in our kids' lives. Saving the world is done through generations. I said in my last episode that only men can do this, and I stick by that wholeheartedly. Women are immensely valuable. I'm not going to deny that at all. We couldn't do it without them. However, women are the supporting role. This has always been the way, and no matter how hard people fight to change that, it's not going to work because it's hardwired into us. It's in the very fabric of our being. For those calling me sexist or women hater or you know those down with the patriarch types, what I'm saying is not meant to take away from women at all. We all have our roles. If we could all just realize this and accept it and do the best job we possibly can to show up in that role, the world would be a much better place. There's a guy named Ro who uh, he messaged me after my last podcast and he said, so I, I disagree with your last podcast. He said that everyone should strive to be the best version of themselves and that it's together that we save the world and not just men. I'll read his actual comment here. So Roe said, uh, so to me, supportive role is relative. There are times when men take the lead and women lend support. And there are times when women take the lead and men lend support, for example. So from my perspective, 
this being Rose, it's not just men have to lead and women back us up. It's everyone, men plus women, learning to lead and learning to support. Also, different people have varying skill sets. For example, I'm not great with money. My wife is. I don't think I'm less of a man if my wife takes the lead in that area. Together, we share the load of saving each other. So, first of all, I want to say thank you to Ro for messaging me, and him and I have some pretty good dialogue. We don't always share the same opinions, but we can always have good dialogue about it, so I, I respect you, Ro, for that. Ro's not wrong in what he's saying. Just for me, it's bigger than that. It's bigger than just different skill sets. It's bigger than knowing when to take the lead and knowing when to give support. Men do support women in many situations, and justly so, because a lot of the time, men are best served as the support. But it's typically not in matters of eliminating threats, working the land, emergency disaster response, matters of protection. The skill set required to save the world is not something that most women possess or can possess. We're just designed differently. Whether you believe in God or evolution, the end result's the same. I do agree that women are necessary for saving mankind and that we definitely should strive to be our best selves. But the reason that women are necessary for men to save the world is because they bring up the best of what a man should and can be. When a man cultivates true masculinity, the whole world benefits, and a man cannot do that without a great woman. If we're talking biblically, look at Genesis. First, God created Adam outside of the garden, in the wild. And then, God placed Adam into the garden to work the land. And then God decided it wasn't good for man to be alone, so he created a woman. He created a helper. And that word helper is right in the Bible. And I, I don't think that when a man decides to offer support and let a woman take the lead, that it makes him less of a man. Maybe I'm being misunderstood with my, my philosophy. Letting a woman have control in any given situation doesn't necessarily mean that you're any less of a man. I don't subscribe to the notion that men must always be strong and they must be an immovable mountain like a rock. A lot of men who feel that way, and myself, I've been a victim of this, we actually damage ourselves by not allowing ourselves to have emotions, by not showing weakness. Our weaknesses can be our strengths. A lot of the time, our strengths can actually end up being our weaknesses. There's a, it's, there's a balance here. There's a, a balance that we have to find. And it's not always easy. You have so many conflicting messages in the media and just in, in life in general, modern society saying, no, men must be strong. And then you have the polar opposite saying, no, men to be men must be soft. And I, I don't think that women actually want soft men. I don't think men actually want to be soft. We've strayed so far from what men are supposed to be and what women are supposed to be, because for the most part, we live in peace. There's not many threats to the average person in, in developed countries. And I am very thankful that we get to live in peace. But no one can deny that it's brought certain tragedy to our world, like men committing suicide in droves, the number one killer of mankind being heart disease because of our comfort, because of our excess, because of our peace. Men lack purpose. Men lack the things in life that allow them to be men. We've become soft. We've become lazy. And to make it easier to be soft and lazy, we start talking about redefining and changing masculinity. We talk of embracing feelings and acceptance when all this does is allow us to revel and seek solace and sanctuary in our softness. We're really easy to kill. Men must strive to be hard to kill and unfortunately that's not the way things are. We're soft, we're doughy, our muscles are weak, our brains are foggy, our instincts have been dulled. What we have in this current cultural climate is that people are trying to shirk responsibility by putting the focus away from what makes men men and putting that focus onto feelings, onto self-acceptance, self-love, uh, you know, self-care. I say that with air quotes. Self-care is propagated everywhere. It's just blown up. This whole concept of just taking care of yourself with seemingly reckless abandon for other responsibilities and other commitments. There is value in self-care if done properly. 
Again, balance. This is all an excuse just to justify that weakness. Men, it's okay to have feelings. It's okay to be affectionate. It's okay to be happy or sad. It's okay to have difficult days. Accepting yourself and allowing yourself to feel is a really good thing. But to what end? Happiness is not enough. Self-acceptance is not enough. We selfishly put too much focus on being happy and loving ourselves and not enough focus on why we're even here. What is our purpose? Well, I'll tell you, we have a mission. And as men, we must carry that out. Masculinity has a purpose. Our duty as men is to be strong, honorable, courageous, daring leaders of mankind to serve and to better the world for those who come after and for those who live here now, to be vigilant in the pursuit of our virtues, to protect those whom we love, to respond to threats and eliminate them the best we can, to honor the men who came before us through our dedication to our craft, whatever it is. I'm of the belief that every man should have a craft, whether it's you know writing, uh, woodworking, leatherworking, who knows, anything, painting, whatever, crocheting, who cares? Every man should have something to work with his hands. Men must protect and work the land. We must harden our muscles, but keep our hearts soft so we can know the love of a woman or a child. It's our duty to train up our children and show them the way. So I ask you, will you carry out your mission? Because your mission and my mission and all of our brothers is the same. To save the world through bettering ourselves, through our small daily actions, taking personal responsibility, focusing on bettering ourselves so we can better the lives of others. And that chain reaction will echo through generations. Don't try to change what you have not yet achieved but wish to by calling it toxic. Don't deny your duty as a man and call it redefining masculinity. Accept your call and see to it that you carry it out. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review. Share this with your friends. Get the word out there. The Men Collective is growing, and we need more good men to join us in the fight. Now, I see, and I'm so excited about this, that men are waking up. It seems like I'm finding so many other men who feel the same way that I do, and they're all fighting every single day to better themselves and better the world. And I'm honored to be part of this. I'm honored to be part of history, because we're experiencing a huge shift And I think that people get discouraged because the better that we do, the more resistance we get. The enemy pushes us back. They try to rebuke us and it's not going to work. For every one man who wakes up, there's two more trying to push him back. And see, the sad thing is that it's not just women that are trying to, you know, this whole down with the patriarch thing. It's it's men too. But my wish is that everybody gets to benefit from what we're doing. Man, woman, and child. The men collective is not against women. We are for women. We are for mankind. We are for saving the world. I just happen to believe that the way that we do it is by being the best versions of men that we possibly can be. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that women want men who are confident and showing up in their roles as men. There is no other way to live. No other way that's going to lead to good things. Only ruin and devastation. Take a look at the world. That is the result of men not being men. So again, I say, don't deny your duty as a man and call it redefining masculinity. You need to find your masculinity. The first step is taking personal responsibility. So thank you for listening, guys, and take care. Until next time.